poisoning. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. You can bring up anything you would like, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com, live Saturday edition of the program. Joining you tonight, as always, it's Ian. And Mark. So there's much to discuss. Of course, if you were tuned in last week, you know that we started the show with terrible news. And that was that uh, five activists were arrested, liberty-loving people, arrested in Washington, D.C. for dancing at the Jefferson Memorial. Now, this was actually the second time this had happened. Uh, The first time was back in 2008 when a young lady was arrested for dancing at midnight on Thomas Jefferson's birthday at the Jefferson Memorial. She was there with Jason Talley from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund, uh, and he wasn't with the CD. CD Evolution Fund didn't exist at that time. Right, he was the uh, crasher-in-chief with Bureau Crash, wasn't he? Correct, he was living in D.C. at the time. He then moved up to, uh, to New Hampshire about a year ago as part of the Free State Project. And, of course, when we heard the news about what went down at the Jefferson Memorial last week with activists being arrested, in many cases very violently, uh, by the park police there, one man body slammed, Adam Kokesh from Adam vs. the Man. Yeah, a veteran on Memorial Day. Correct. Well, Memorial Day weekend. weekend. But uh, he was body slammed by the park police and then choked. Uh, So the video footage, of course, is all over at jeffersondanceparty.info, and I'm sure you can find it over on YouTube as well. But they scheduled another one of these dance parties today. Now, last week, there were five dancers. There were maybe about half a dozen people with video cameras, so there's plenty of angles uh, to the, that were capturing the action. Uh, but we were hoping that a lot more people would show up today. And, and I, you know, I'm a little pessimistic when it comes to those Facebook uh, events uh, where, they, where it was over 3,000 people had said they were going to be there today. And I was hoping maybe they would get 5% of that. I thought that would be pretty cool. Like 5% would be awesome, 150 people there. 300 would be incredible, 10%. Yeah, that sounds like a good number. Incredible. And I would say from the footage I saw today, there were probably a, at least a few hundred people that mm. came out. I was I was blown away. I didn't really expect what I saw. And, and this well, this is good news. And people need to understand that the, the dancing that went on last week was in re- direct response to a court case, uh, the court case of the, the, the two years prior that the, the, the girl well, it was actually a small group of activists, uh, not even activists, people that were going to celebrate Tom Thomas Jefferson's birthday at the Jefferson Memorial at midnight on a Saturday, dancing to headphone music um, in their own expressive little way. The park police came out and said, you gotta, you gotta get out of here. Apparently this girl what was her name? Oh, I don't know, but Jason Talley does. He's with us from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. Are you there, sir? Yes, I'm here. Thank you for having me on tonight. Oh, it's always good to have you, Jason. You're calling in from D.C. What was the young lady's name that was arrested back in 2008? Uh, Brooke Oberwetter, uh, and we uh, called her the Jefferson One. That was kind of a meme that was happening um, after she was arrested in 2008. And the reason that she got arrested really wasn't dancing, although that's what she got arrested for. She was she got arrested for asking too many questions because there were plenty of people dancing. Uh, she just asked some questions of the park police and they didn't like it. And so they decided to arrest her. Yeah, she, I guess she was being too inquisitive. Uh, she wasn't uh, moving as forced uh, as fast as uh, they would have liked. And so they used the force against her and they 
put her in chains, and they uh, put her against uh, one of the uh, columns there at the Jefferson Memorial. And so then, again, five people arrested last week. This week, uh, there was a lot of buzz around this, a lot of mainstream media covering the, the fact that the, the, uh, the, the dance party was going to happen again. Many of those mainstream media pieces linking to the Facebook event. Uh, lots of people, obviously, ne- social networking and passing the word around about this. What did you expect, Jason, when you were going out there today as far as turnout? I really had no idea. I mean, I wasn't really organizing or, or pushing people to show up. I just wanted to uh, be able to capture whatever happened. And uh, we also passed out some uh, some literature representing um, the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund and uh, Advertising Pork Fest as well. And they had uh, song sheets. So we were hoping, you know, there'd be some dancing, uh, some singing. Um, but uh, unfortunately, the uh, police cleared the place. They... Uh, I, I took a lot of video. Well, hold, 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 hold on. Before you, before you get to that point in the story, when I got uh, tuned into the stream, it was probably about 12.03, 12.04, and it, it started at high noon today, and you were streaming it over at jeffersondanceparty.info through your Tally TV. I believe it was your Ustream channel? Exactly, yeah. And so they had that f- uh, featured up there on their website, and I was watching it, and I was I was blown away by how many people were attending this and were dancing and kind of walking around. They were kind of cycling around the the center of the Jefferson Monument there, the Jefferson Memorial. Oh, right. yeah. And uh, it was epic. yeah, so it was epic, and I was blown away by the number of people. But it also went on for quite a while. I mean, it, it went on for a good fifteen solid minutes before the police began to uh, to move in. So I mean, up until the police came in it was a decided win for uh for the liberty activists right and then what you saw is they put gates around the entire memorial and then they kept one small opening in the very beginning and that's where they started pushing people out of that one small hole i couldn't get back in uh, so i took over uh, live streaming responsibilities and i i stood right there by that small gate and i hope i did a good job of documenting it um but it was that was all the way around the memorial and they were uh, pushing people out. And, you know, some people were um, faster to get out than others. Uh, somebody tonight um, at a gathering handed me an SD card that has, uh, she says, has footage of the Park Police pushing an old woman. Mm. I haven't seen it yet, but, um, I mean, there's so many cameras out there today. I think uh, I think more people will see these, uh, these Park Police officers and hold them accountable. Well, I don't know if they can be held accountable. Um, yeah, but- I don't know if they'll be accountable, but this was a devastating um, defeat for them. I mean, they've – okay, so the, what happened was some people danced. They arrested somebody. Then some more people danced, and they threw some people on the ground and kind of roughed them up and put them in cuffs and drug them off and arrested them. Then mm-hmm. – in response to that, hundreds of people came out and danced, and then they kind of push people out and you know get clear out the the memorial. Who knows what's going to continue to happen? I mean, it shows them that uh, that they're stepping up violence only causes more people, more activism. Right, that's absolutely the case. But, but before you keep saying hundreds of people, I, I'm no expert at estimating crowd size, and you were actually there, Jason. What would you say as far as – obviously there were some people that weren't going to dance. They maybe were too concerned about being arrested. But of the people that were dancing, how many dancers would you say uh, turned out today? Uh, I would say under 50, maybe 40. Really? Pro- yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they were you know dancing around the memorial. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a lot of spectators, uh, many of them with cameras that were uh, were watching the events. Some people traveled from Ohio. Some people traveled from California wow. to be on that spot. 
And that's in addition to all the dance parties that were around um, the country and then around the world. How many of the dancers from last week, the five that were arrested, how many of the five returned to, to dance a second time? That's a great question. Every single one of them. That's outstanding. So brave. Incredibly yeah. courageous on their parts because the more arrests you get, the worse things typically get uh, within uh, the, the governmental so system. So most of these hundreds of people that we saw were, in fact, uh, documenting it or just being there for the action kind of thing. Uh, well, I saw a lot of uh, people that were supportive. Um, of course, I heard from some people that uh, weren't so supportive. But, oh, really? You know, we, but we're actually... Were there counter-protesters the- there? Um, no, there was, there was a couple people with blogs that um, were pretty uh, uh, forceful in their positions. Um, I mean, they, there's a lot of hate for Code Pink um, or, uh, or Kokesh in, in Russia today. Hmm. Um, but and so you had some people that wanted to make that point. Interesting. But other than that, I was so amazed with the amount of support. Uh, last night, actually, we were in DuPont. And there's a crowd uh, surrounding, and like there's a lawyer that showed up and gave legal advice, and then there were all these different speakers. And uh, but I, uh, you know, I, I really found them all to be great allies and just really supportive. And then you show up today at the dance party, and people had really great things to say. A lot of them were um, they still look at the Constitution as their savior, but uh, I think that uh, you know they they do believe in limited government, and they wanted to show that something as simple as dancing. Uh, shouldn't uh, shouldn't require the violence of the state with like a, a body slam or a chokehold. I mean, people just see that as ridiculous. Jason, do you have time to tell us more from what happened today? Yeah, we have Kokesh here, and uh, I know Hannah wanted to talk off. Oh, cool. We'll definitely get some different uh, different perspectives yeah. here in a moment. More coming up here in just a bit. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Maybe you were on the ground today in D.C. You want to give us your perspective. This is Free Talk Live. So you've got Bitcoins. We've been talking about them here on the show. Lots of people have been buying them recently. The popularity has been surging. But what can you do with them? Well, you can spend them. And you can spend them on all your everyday needs at ftl.spendbitcoins.com. Through ftl.spendbitcoins.com, you can purchase all the stuff you need with your Bitcoins. Why have Bitcoins if you can't spend them? So spend them if you've got them. That's FTL, as in freetalklive.spendbitcoins.com. ftl.spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. It is the live Saturday edition of the program, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. We've got different ways for you to interact there. The bulletin board system is one of them. You can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners and a whole lot of trolls over at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Coming up here in just a couple few weeks porcupine freedom festival 2011 it's put on by the free state project and it's done every single year it may be the biggest liberty oriented event of 2011 and you should be there if you love freedom that is we've been talking with jason tally from the civil disobedience evolution fund i know that uh, jason will be attending the uh, the porcupine freedom festival i know adam kokesh from adam versus the man is also attending the porcupine freedom festival ed who has organized the uh, the dc dance party is going to be attending the porcupine freedom festival john kurtz from orlando the guy that's doing all kinds of civil disobedience down there i mean he's going to be attending the pork fest 
this is going to be like the civil disobedience mecca for uh, all the uh, the people from around the country to come to and uh, you know, kind of, I don't know, hang out, have a good time, socialize, and maybe strategize and plan for what's coming next because there's always something coming next. You can go to porkfest.com. It's not just about civil disobedience. It's about fun and to, you know being together with other like-minded individuals. Of course, there's going to be the, the political crowd will be there as well. It's a huge movement. The Liberty Movement spans all across the activist spectrum and well i guess when i say the liberty movement does that uh we're starting to see more civil disobedience uh, spreading out throughout the country which i am a huge fan of that's why i'm involved with the civil disobedience evolution fund and mark you're a board uh, on the board of directors with me and a few that's other correct. great folks including jason osborne from SACL cai who's a, a big sponsor of this program and jason uh tally i don't know if jason's still with us on the phone here but uh, there is one phone down in dc and we're going to be sharing it here between a few of the folks that uh, that were down at the dc dance party today but everybody can go to porkfest.com to get registered save 20 percent with our coupon code free talk live run all the words together take out the spaces you'll save 20 percent on your porkfest registration p-o-r-c-f-e-s-t.com everything from family fun activities to parties to agorism and action porkfest has something for everyone who loves freedom who do we have on the phone right now yeah this is jason and hey, hey jason. i wanted to find out about the uh, the rest i heard about uh, in manchester Oh, yeah. Uh, not good news coming. There's great, great news out of D.C. today. No arrests that I'm aware of. Uh, but in Manchester, there have been several arrests of liberty activists for, I guess, having a protest uh, outside of the Manchester police station. People have been arrested yeah, and charged, uh, charged with everything from, I think, uh, criminal mischief. That's a new arbitrary charge. They, uh, they've never heard that one before, so I'm not sure what, what they're alleging. Uh, also, refusal to provide identification. People have been arrested for this. And not only have they been arresting people, that, but they've been going up to all the camera people and confiscating all their cameras, claiming that uh, they have evidence. So it's, a, it's an incredible police state crackdown today in Manchester, New Hampshire. Wow. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's, uh, that's awful. I hope people are... are communicating online and uh, trying to uh, find out what exactly is going on. Yeah, and, well, as uh, we learn more, I, mean, uh, I know that uh, Pete Nademo have been arrested from LibertyOnTour.com, uh, and I know at least another two activists uh, have been arrested, multiple cameras confiscated. As soon as we can get somebody to talk about it, give us the uh, the inside scoop, we certainly will. But let's focus on the, on the positive right now, uh, Washington, D.C., where tremendous amounts of people came out today. Now, you said maybe about 50 dancers today, but how many people came out in support? Do you think? Uh, I, I would say that under 300 people showed up. Yeah, I saw uh, at least two, really, 300 people. Yeah, I really liked the uh, the amount of uh, support that uh, of people. But, you know, a lot of people, they were dancing for a while, and they would stop, you know. And some people, you know, would dance around Jefferson, which I thought was uh, neat. Uh, but then they would just walk out. But then, like I said, they, they fenced off the entire area, and then those people that maybe weren't moving fast enough, they pushed them out. Mm, yeah. um, in some instances, and uh, so you know they wanted everybody to comply, but they wanted to shut down the uh, the memorial for I don't know what their point was. Well, oh, right, you asked way, one of them. I think you asked one of the cops why he was shutting down, why they were shutting down the memorial. Of course, he had no answer. I mean, what, what's he going to say? You're dancing. Got to shut it yeah, down. Yeah, I haven't been able to hear any official statements. Hopefully, um, you know the media will contact the uh, the park service or or anybody, an activist, and and ask ask that question. You know why. Did you shut down the Jefferson Memorial today? I guess it'll come up with some official statement. 
but um, it, it but won't it answer great. the question. I can assure you. Right. So it was. It, I would say it was generally a win today. I mean, the uh, the huge amount of people turning out that's a, a huge success on its own. The amount of civil disobedience uh, essentially amplifying by ten. You went from five people dancing essentially last week to forcing 50. the authorities to use less violence in dealing with people. I mean, nobody got spotty slammed to the ground and and put in a chokehold. Were there any arrests today at all, Jason? Not that I know of. Okay. Actually, you know, uh, on the way out, and I don't have much good video of this, but I saw this guy in civilian clothing that was uh, hanging out with a SWAT team, and mm-hmm. I was talking to the SWAT team a little bit earlier today, um, and I asked them uh, what kind of special weapons they brought and what kind of tactics they're going to use against the dancers, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to uh, answer. Of course but not. this one guy, he was, he, was, he was walking out, and I asked him, um, was everybody peaceful today? And he's like, I don't want to answer that question. I said, did you witness any violence today? And he said, uh, everybody was peaceful. You know, no, no violence was right. committed today. Aside from the cops so, pushing people. Yeah, well, yeah. he doesn't recognize that because they were wearing badges. Right. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I was, I was really impressed with the, with the way everybody treated. And I got up there and um, I spoke, and I just wanted to make sure that everybody cleaned up after themselves because we were handing out the song sheets. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. Park Police, they brought horses on the scene and uh, the horses defecated on the Jefferson Memorial. Wow. And so, um, I, and I encouraged them, if they could uh, clean up after their horses, I think that would probably be <laughs> in the best respect for uh, Thomas Jefferson. So you started the original uh, dance party in 2008, and did you ever expect it to go like this? Of course not. I thought I would uh, put uh, earbuds in, uh, play a song of my choice, and maybe have one dance. I was going to maybe spend 20 minutes at the Jefferson Memorial that night. And then um, the, uh, my friend got arrested, and uh, a lot of people came to uh, her support, and uh, she went through the legal process, and that uh, didn't uh, achieve justice. That had a, a man in a robe say it is okay for people, for law enforcers to harm people, and we saw what happened with um, the chokehold and the body slam against somebody just for dancing. Um, I shouldn't laugh because it's uh, it's. it's you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's so absurd. Just, it's so absurd. Right. I mean, sometimes the only thing you can do at this, uh, you know, with these police state tactics is, is to laugh at them, uncomfortably uh, laugh at them. Jason Talley from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. Uh, when are you guys coming back to New Hampshire? Um, I'll probably be there midweek. Rob Nair, he's been with us and he's been doing just a great job. He's, he took so much great video today um, and uh, helped with the live stream. But uh, he'll be back in, in a couple of days. I think uh, Robin uh, Mazingo was talking about uh, some kind of dance party in Central Square in Keene that I would love to attend. Um, but uh, it's great. It's, I, I like this kind of activism, All the right. whole singing and the dancing. Well, we hope to have. we hope to have you back here as soon as possible. Obviously, there's a lot going down up here in New Hampshire with uh, with multiple arrests today, and of course, the Civil Disobedience right. Evolution Fund uh, is uh, was set up to assist the activists who have come to the same place uh, to to get active, and that is, of course, here in New Hampshire. But it's great that uh, we were able to send you down there because it was basically the CD Evolution Fund that sent a carload of uh, liberty activists from New Hampshire all the way down there to get uh, get active at the D.C. dance protest today and to document and to spread the word about what's happening up here. Uh, and you guys sound like you did a really great job at that, too, in addition to helping with the, the dance party. So thanks for that. Well, thanks very much. I mean, I thought, yeah, I thought the whole thing represented, uh, you know, what we're doing in uh, New Hampshire well and uh, the Civil Disobedience Evolution. There's Fund. more coming up in a moment. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond. 
TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We'll uh, let you bring up anything you want, though. Right now, we're focusing on the D.C. dancing party that happened today. Incredible success. Although some people are saying it wasn't a success. We'll get into some of the controversy here maybe in a little bit. Of course, we'll take your calls. 800-259-9231. We'll get right back here and actually talk to Adam Kokesh from Adam versus the Man in just a moment. You hear ads for gold and, and, and sometimes silver all over the radio and even on television sometimes. But you never know what the best price is. It's like investing in anything. You've got to buy low when you know it's time to buy and then sell high when it's time to sell check out gold.freetalklive.com i've handpicked some gold pieces there i felt that it was confusing uh, going with these companies i felt like they'd give me they wouldn't allow me to compare apples to apples and really find out what the best prices are go to gold.freetalklive.com there's some common gold and silver pieces there you can call the other companies and ask them for their rates. We are confident that these rates are some of the best that are available to you on the Internet, at least without all kinds of research and things like that. It's gold.freetalklive.com. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We're going to go right back here to your calls and your thoughts, specifically on the D.C. dance party. The third one happened today. It blew up to, I would say, far more than 10 times the original the size from last week. Uh, there were hundreds of people in attendance, and many of them, dozens of them, were actually dancing in violation, direct violation, of a man in a robe who said that uh, those things can be prohibited. And there is a prohibition on dancing and speeching, uh, speechifying and, uh, and all kinds of things that aren't just standing silently, I guess, at this Jefferson Memorial and other memorials around Washington, D.C. And Adam Kokesh is with us from Adam vs. the Man, AdamVsTheMan.com, TV show that you host every single night of the week, Adam. And obviously that's a lot of work. You may be the hardest working man in liberty-oriented media right now. <laughs> Whoa, that's quite a title. I certainly appreciate it. Welcome back to Free Talk Live, man. Uh, what yeah, are, obviously, you were body slammed last week. Uh, things were a little less violent on the police's part today, but nonetheless, they still did force people out of the Jefferson Memorial. Would you say that today was a win? Well, I danced where I wanted to. I danced for as long as I wanted to, and I did not get body slammed, and I did not get choked, and I did not get kneed in the ribs, and I did not get aggressed against in any way. So I would say it was a victory for me, and I think for a lot of people who were there and were empowered by what happened today and were empowered by their own act of disobedience, it was a huge victory. And I would just say to all the people who might be unsatisfied with the outcome today, if Adam Kokesh having the space to dance around the Jefferson Memorial wasn't enough for you, 
then go out and engage in the next important act of civil disobedience and make some real change for yourselves and for everybody else in this country who so desperately needs it. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. How many of the people who are critiquing what happened in D.C. today have actually gotten involved and done some of their own civil disobedience or their own non-cooperation? Uh, so thanks for uh, for pointing that out. What did you want to share with us? Because it's not over, is it? There's something else going on here tonight, right? That's right. We are having a town hall at Thomas Jefferson's this evening to discuss what happened today, not just here in D.C., but throughout the world. We had solidarity events, uh, some actually involving their own specific acts of civil disobedience, like in New York, really? where they protested at Central Park a noise ordinance that was shutting down some street musicians. So they went to protest that specifically, and it wasn't a dance party as much as it was a noise party Hmm. to celebrate music at a specific public space. So we're going to go over some of that, talk about what happened. All all, the events in 34 cities and 22 states today, at least that we know of, and in 27 different countries all over the world. There was even a group in New Delhi, India. I mean, the the, the list is, uh, I put it in in a note on my Facebook page if anybody wants to check it out. Uh, it's really been amazing to see how this has caught on and how people have been inspired by something as simple as saying, I'm not going to take this. I'm not going to take a body slam without getting back up and standing up and asserting my rights. And I'm just honored that so many other people were touched by what was fun and important to me as a way of addressing this and staring the police state down. And that's what we did today. And they blinked first. And I would consider that a major victory. But it's 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 a small step. You know, really, the the, the the freedom to dance, you know, it really shocked a lot of people that we, it came down to fighting for that here today, to be able to dance where you want, to be able to regulate your own body movements in a place where you are entirely, entirely legally allowed. Hey, whatever it takes, so, man, I'm glad it came down to something, because we've asked the question <laughs> before, is what is it going to take for you, and, and I mean anybody listening, for you to get active what is it going to take how far does the police state have to go the government grows every single year it gets bigger and bigger it tramples on more rights of more citizens every single year and one really has to ask oneself what's it take for you i mean you're already taking your shoes and belts off at the airport you're already letting uh you know strangers grope your kids what's it gonna take well, I think this was the wall for a lot of people. I think mm-hmm. the state hit a wall when they said, you can't dance here, and if you do, you will be body slammed and choked. And yep. at that point, there was a pushback, and this is the start of a pushback. And it's not that we accomplish anything that is going to make people freer in and of itself today in overturning some petty regulation at a memorial, a big pile of stone and a, and a statue of metal that in and of itself holds no ability to make us any more free except in what it inspires in us. And that was the great yeah. thing about doing this at the Jefferson Memorial is because it had that symbolism of it. It had that impact, and it had that effect, and it had that meaning for a lot of people that have inspired them to engage at the next level. And that's what our meeting tonight is about. We're going to be – we're calling it Town Hall at Thomas Jefferson's. We're going to be out front hanging out, having a little discussion, a little open mic time talking about the next phase, talking about what people want to do next, what the next act of civil yeah. disobedience is, where we go to push back. And, you know, when you hit the wall and you start and you're in the process of reversing course of something that has momentum, there is a point where you stop and there's a point where you turn. And that might be where we are with this or where and not with this event, not to overplay the significance of this, but where we are 
in not just hist- American history, but in our history of a, uh, as a species and what we have done over the last several hundred years with what we have called government, the organized violence of government, the organized exploitation by force of people at the hands of the violence of the state. And so I, I think really at that, in that sense, the way that our generation, you know, really those of us who grew up with the Internet and have it hardwired a certain way, the millennials who have no tolerance for problems that only exist for lack of information, the promise of our generation is that all of the things that government are, you know, has convinced our parents' generation that they needed the government for, that we needed systems of force and violence to accomplish. We will find the ways to accomplish all of them peacefully, nonviolently, through voluntary cooperation, through the free market of ideas and voluntary exchange, and we will be the generation that wielded the Internet and took town government. Wow. Brilliantly said. And I really like the point that you made. It's similar to something that I've said on the air before about how a lot of the critics of civil disobedience will say, well, you guys aren't changing anything. But uh, they're only looking at it from the perspective of politics and electoral success and uh, passing mm-hmm. bills and such. So, yeah, uh, the rules didn't change today, but the way they were enforced absolutely did because they backed down. As you said, the cops blinked. You guys had 15 minutes of straight dancing and, and fun until the cops finally came in there. And it's a it's a personal success story for each and every one of those 50 or so people that came out there today to engage in civil disobedience. Every time somebody engages in civil disobedience and, and or non-cooperation, they're making a stand that is very personal and very important and risky. And whenever somebody can take a risk like that and make a stand for liberty and for what they believe in, that on its own, even if whether they get arrested or not or whatever happens after that point, whether the law changes or not, that on its own is a personal empowerment, and that inner success is unquantifiable. Absolutely. Hey, Adam, I know there's one more person there, a young lady that would like to talk. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, I'll put her on the phone right now. Thanks for coming on. AdamVersusTheMan.com. That's Adam Kokesh's website, and he's Adam Kokesh. Great guy. Looking forward to seeing him at Pork Fest here in just a I'll few weeks. There. Thanks, dude. Um, we're coming up here. Uh, we'll talk to another individual from the D.C. protest, and, of course, we'll talk to you as well about whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. Share your thoughts. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live. Liberty Maniacs is the largest online Liberty brand, featured the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over 100 different products from around the world. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, Liberty Maniacs is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. Best of all, Liberty Maniacs offers a no-hassle, money-back guarantee on all products. LibertyManiacs.com. Wear something worth saying. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And those features on the site, we give them to you. And if you like the fact that we give you the website for free, then you can voluntarily support the show by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. It's all a three bucks per month. And what we do is we take that money and reinvest it into getting into uh, more people's
people's ears all around the world through uh, new great radio affiliates, uh, as well as uh, internet outreach, uh, advertising like on Google, for instance, to bring new people to the ideas of freedom. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com to learn more about it, to get signed up with any major credit card via PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our secure website. And you get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum and podcast and more. Once again, that's AMP dot freetalklive.com get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month and do it for fractions of a penny a piece do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com they've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different liberty sayings you can check them out let your voice be heard it's libertystickers.com sometimes i like to go to libertystickers.com just look through all the the stickers and see the amusing sayings some are some are poignant some are amusing Go check them out for yourself, libertystickers.com. So, uh, by the way, just to kind of recap for those of you just tuning in, the D.C. dance party happened again today at the Jefferson Memorial. It happened last week. The police made violent arrests of about five activists who were dancing. Today, there were dozens of people there dancing and a couple hundred people there supporting them. Uh, it was an incredible scene. It was streamed live over at jeffersondanceparty.info. I imagine the replay of that stream may be available, but I haven't checked into that myself. I'm sure lots of videos going to be coming out because a lot more people were there today with uh, with cameras. I haven't had the time to go and look for them, but I imagine just searching for Jefferson Dance Party uh, in D.C. will probably come up with stuff. And, of course, again, jeffersondanceparty.info. We've had Jason Talley on from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund, who traveled all the way down from New Hampshire uh, to appear at this, which is appropriate because he actually started the whole thing back in 2008 when the original one happened. So it was kind of nice to have it come around full circle in that way. And uh, lots of other people were there, and they want to share their thoughts. Of course, you're welcome to share yours at 800-259-9231. Hannah is with us. Hannah, you are a young lady from the Northeast who went down there. Uh, you've been to the Porcupine Freedom Festival a number of times, and you're also a talented musician, and I believe you wrote a song for this particular occasion. Oh, well, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, sure. I did write a song, and in fact, uh, we handed out flyers today at, at the dance party with uh, song lyrics, this new song. It's based off of the Safety Dance by Men Without Hats, mm-hmm. and it's called State Free Dance. And so we, we got about 600 flyers, we got them printed, and we handed them out today. And um, I didn't know this was going to happen, but at some point after the dancing, everyone gathered on the stairs outside of the memorial, and they started playing my song, and they had a microphone. And so I got up there, and I was singing it with wow. the recording. And everyone had song lyrics, and they were singing along, and it was just, it was like one of the coolest things I've ever experienced. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> And I wasn't planning to draw much attention to myself because I'm not interested in getting arrested right now. Mm-hmm. So I didn't dance today, but I was just so inspired by, um, you know, all the activity that was going on and all the people that were there. And what I think is really cool is that there are so many people there with different ideologies. There were anarchists, there were uh, even socialists there and constitutionalists, but they were all singing the song with... Um, really, like anarchist lyrics, yeah. lyrics. <laughs> Volunteers' so lyrics. Cool. I love it. That's great. So, uh, what yeah. else did you experience today? I mean, any interesting uh, discussions with people? I mean, was uh, the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund the flyers were they well received by folks? Oh yeah, uh, just about everyone I offered flyers to uh, took them. Some people didn't want them, but I, I didn't push it on them. Um, yeah, people were interested. Some people asked me what you know what was going on, and I think a lot of people were drawn to it who didn't know about the event prior, like tourists, 
Um, and there would have been even more people there. There were like at least 200, probably more. Mm-hmm. But there would have been even more, except they they set a blockade around the memorial so people couldn't get in. Is what really? So after mm-hmm. some people had gotten in, they then were keeping people out? Yeah. Wow. Um, and then when everyone was exiting at the end, they, they were like, they were herding us out like cattle. Mm-hmm. They had a gate all around and they had this little uh, exit way that we all had to go through. How appropriate. Very strange. That is probably how they, you know, some of the government people feel about us is, uh, you know, we're just, right. we're just animals to they, be extracted the, from. The, the, the governments throughout history up to this point have essentially used people as livestock. They milk you with, for your tax money and then, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's essentially what they do. They, it's not like they actually take care of you they may do some things to take care of you but if they really were taking care of you they'd guarantee their services like things happen in the marketplace so what else uh, was there anything else you wanted to share with us tonight um well speaking of uh milking us for tax money i just it was kind of interesting um everyone there was really dehydrated and Mm. thirsty and they had closed the memorial and so i wanted to go in and just refill my water bottle but the cops wouldn't let me then as i was walking out there were cops and they had this big uh you know, bin with water, like cold, ice cold water, and we were asking if we could have some, and of course they wouldn't let us, even right. though it's, you know, our tax money that pays for it. Yeah, exactly. Us versus them. Hannah, thanks for coming on and sharing that tonight. Yeah. And what's your website, by the way, so people can go and check out your music? Uh, I have a brand new website, thanks to Jason Talley and Rob Nair. It's uh, hannahhoffman.net. Hannahhoffman.net. And my, my song is on there, so you can hear it. Cool. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. Yeah. I really appreciate hearing from you and everybody yeah, else out there so in, in D.C. I'm glad it was a successful day. TSA George, who is actually uh, kind of a man on the inside, he was out at the uh, D.C. dance party, and he's with us as well. Hello, TSA yes, George. I was. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was about, like, say, 200 um, right around there people. But, yeah, as Hannah said, they closed it off. Like, you can only get in from the back. You had to loop around and the whole thing. And they even had a bus out there probably prepared to um all the a lot of us into it, hmm. you know. They started cracking heads. I saw that as we were leaving. Hmm. Um, Did you yeah, have your TSA was, uniform on? On no. <laughs> what would have happened if you had gotten arrested? What would have happened if you'd had a TSA uniform on, danced, and were arrested and videotaped uh, getting arrested? Would you get fired? Oh, absolutely! I'd yeah. probably get fired before I even got to the police station. Wow! Right there. I don't, <laughs> So you were incognito. You were just regular George uh, today. What uh, what else did you see that you thought was worth sharing? Uh, aside from the, all, all the horse poo that they, um, right there, I was like, oh yeah, that's. I was pointing out that's poetic right there. They're gonna. They, um, they just leave. They don't even clean it up. I right. Think. So dancing at the memorial is disrespectful, but having your horses crap all over the place is uh, apparently just to say okay. Yeah, I was I was one of the people dancing there too. I was, uh, oh, good. I was like, oh my. Yes, I was. I, I danced. In fact, I was doing this, um, you know, that um, Russian Soviet style high kick dance. <laughs> I'm sure somebody appreciated that. Yeah, I got. And I was doing that with Adam Kokesh right there. He Very and nice. I was doing that for a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" I, I posted a video on, on that. Um, the video quality is not that. Well, the picture quality is good, but. I was trying to dance while holding the camera, so you see a lot of shaking. A lot of happy people today. I mean, people were, it was obviously, was watching the live stream, it's not the highest of resolutions, but people were jubilant, they were having a good time. Uh, When when did it all kind of wrap up? I mean, obviously the cops kind of came in after about 15 minutes and slowly, slowly started pushing people out. 20 minutes, really, almost, yeah. And they started down slowly, yeah, very slowly pushing us out, this very one, um, very close, like, narrow gate, pretty much. 
I was like, how do you expect me to push it? And they're like, keep moving, sir. And I'm like, what? I can't just knock these people down. And then yep. he's like, you shut up on that one. But, yeah, everyone's just, like, slowly pushing. There were still some people behind the cops, like one, a couple of stragglers dancing behind it. That, that was real cute. I was surprised they didn't get arrested either. Yeah, I saw some of that on the uh, the video. And, of course, our own Meg McLean was there. She's down uh, visiting somebody in the area, and so she she made it out there today. Uh, Meg, who is frequently on the show with us here she on was, Weeknights. Uh, she made a big splash about six months ago by getting uh, you know harassed by the TSA down in uh, Miami. Right, she was there. Yeah, you could see t- on RT, on tonight on, on RT, they, they show her at the end of the clip there. Cool. Is, it the, the is it the clip where she's in front of the cop like there's this this you know hulking stone face cop uh standing right there with his sunglasses on and she is just shimmying right in front of him uh as close oh, no, as no, no. The, the clip rt shows was her dan- like just da- dancing with the other people yeah there's one point what... where uh in jason's video when they were streaming it live where she was just for a few minutes just dancing right there in front of that cop which you really was like yeah you know she's from new hampshire she's uh she's an experienced civil disobedient right there right on the front lines yeah. hey TSA George, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate hearing no from you. We'll see you soon at uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. You're coming this year, right? Yep. Yep. Right on, man. Have a good Back night. 800-259-9231. More coming up here. Hour two. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts. Also want to welcome our brand new affiliates, Extreme Talk XM 165. They came on last weekend. They're now uh, on all weekend long, so they're taking us Saturday and Sunday. Uh, WKZO up in Kalamazoo, Michigan, both on the AM and the FM side, as well as WAVH FM in Mobile, Alabama. So welcome aboard to all of our new listeners in those areas. And anybody else that might have found us through perhaps uh, the D.C. Dance Party today and uh, any other channels, welcome aboard. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts. 800-259-9231. You don't have to talk about the dance party. You can bring up anything. More on the way. Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching here into the second hour of this live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Again, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there free. The main feature actually allows you to control the content of the site. You find something online you think is interesting, you submit it as show prep to freetalklive.com. Then other listeners will get to vote on whether they like or dislike your suggestion. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website, freetalklive.com. It's like a social bookmarking site just for our listeners. Uh, So go on over there and get interactive, freetalklive.com. It's been a big day uh, across the country. D.C. people coming from all over the United States and maybe even beyond. Uh, people coming to dance at the Jefferson Memorial for the third time. Hundreds showed up, dozens danced, and no one was arrested. It was an incredible success. There was a negative part where the police still did force everybody out of the rotunda. They did it. After, after about 15, 20 minutes, uh, they did crack down, but they didn't actually hurt anybody, uh, which, you know, so it could have been worse. It could have been a little better. Unlike last week. 
Yeah, it could have been a little better, and we can we can kind of dissect that here in a little bit. But let's go to you, you and your phone calls. And by the way, not all of the news is good today uh, from across the country. In our very own Manchester, New Hampshire, there was a huge police state crackdown on liberty activists today who were having a protest in front of the Manchester Police Department. The Manchester police apparently are a gang of thugs, and they don't like protests very much, so they went and they arrested. Uh, according to my updated numbers here, I thought it was maybe four people. It looks like seven activists at least uh, were arrested today. We'll get some details from somebody who was on the ground there in a moment. But first, we go to Stu, who's been waiting very patiently in Georgia, listening to WFLA-FM in Tallahassee, Florida. Hello, uh, Stu. Wonderful free talk oh, live. Hi, buddy. Stu, How I tell you what, man, we're going to have to put you back on hold, uh, and the board op's going to have to get you to get to a different phone. That phone has an incredible buzz on it, and it's just it's unairable. And I apologize about that, Stu. I got you know we're going to talk to you about anything. We'll let you call in about anything, but we can't have you on if you're going to you know your call. The sound quality is going to make people turn their radios off. So call back eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's bring Kevin on here in New Hampshire. Kevin calling from Manchester. Uh, you were there today at the, uh, the the protest, which I guess was what was the intention of the protest in the first place? Um, well, it was organized by CopBlock.org. Um, there were two police brutality incidents lately in Manchester. There was um, a situation where four un- uh, off-duty officers at a bar who were drinking beat up a man in a bar and charged him charged him with destruction of property. The oh, attorney geez. general uh, said they did nothing wrong, and so we were out there protesting that. Hmm. There was another situation where uh, a man was shot in his house by police. I don't remember the specifics of that case. But so we, we wanted to hold the Manch PD accountable for their, their violence they've had. Right, and that's not it also. Uh, the, one of the activists up there, uh, Big Mike, had the police come and arrest him. Uh, they came into his apartment with guns drawn on a, you know, a, a, a couple of peaceful folks that were, were in the apartment. I mean, these are people who but clearly... But minor misdemeanor charges, right? Yeah, these are people who clearly jump to the gun. They jump to aggression as quickly as they possibly can. And, the, and the, I absolutely agree. They certainly deserved a, pro, a protest. Yep, so we went out there, and uh, we had maybe, I don't know, when it began, maybe 16 activists, maybe 20 activists out mm. there. And in front of the police department, uh, they were holding signs and uh, chalking on the sidewalk and on the, the, um, the garden walls. And the they rolled out the paddy wagons, and several cruisers came down. And that's when we got a fork four and one that we need more cameras, we need more people out there. So a lot more activists began arriving on the scene, and they eventually drove off in the paddy wagons and the cruisers. So we continued to wave signs and, and talk to people who were walking by and chalk on the walls. Somebody began chalking on the wall. One of the cops came out and asked him to produce ID, which in New Hampshire you don't have to do. You have to identify yourself when detained by the cops. But he said, I don't carry ID. I'm not going to do that. Right. It's ludicrous. I'm, Any, I'm sorry, just whether it's New Hampshire or anywhere, it's ludicrous, the idea, and I don't care. I don't know what the laws are. There certainly are different laws out there. But the idea that you, as a human being, have to have a government-issued identification card in your pocket, on your person at all times, because a, a cop might want to ask you for it, is absolutely completely Nazi-esque, totalitarian, despicable. It's a despicable concept. Go ahead with your thoughts. So um, I believe this was uh, a demo from the Liberty on Tour, the mm-hmm. guy who was uh, chalking on the wall. When he was asked to produce ID, he said, I don't have any, and I'm leaving. And the cop then, it, a demo uh, turned around and began walking away. The cop then told him, you are not complying with a lawful order, grabbed him, pushed him to the ground, cuffed him, and began arresting him. Wow. 
Um, you know, it point, makes you wonder I, this uh, producing ID. It's not like he was driving the sidewalk. I mean, then then it would make sense that you'd have a driver's license. But the idea that you're just carrying a driver's license around uh, with you, you know, to give to to have just in case some cop asks for you, mm-hmm. asks you for it, is is this bizarre behavior here in the United States? That doesn't make much sense. Oh, it's not becoming bizarre. It's becoming more typical over time. Continue, please. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's absolutely crazy, but produce, produce it on demand, and, and that's, that's insane. So another activist was told the same thing. While he was standing, while we were watching Adam get arrested, we, another activist was also asked for ID, which he did not produce. He does not carry it, and he was then arrested as well. So they're just arresting um, people decided- for a charge that doesn't exist. I mean, you know, the, 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 the idea, what their claim was is that he was resisting a lawful order. And then they charge him with criminal mischief. If it was a lawful order, then they'd be able to charge him with not producing ID when a copperoonie says so, right? Absolutely correct. Yeah. I mean, these guys, these guys are breaking the law. As far as I'm concerned, they are the law. Using they can do some anything. kind of blanket charge to be able to go after that's it's ridiculous. So cops should not have disorderly conduct, criminal mischief, uh, you know, disobeying a lawful order. They shouldn't have those charges because so there should the be a law written for things that are not lawful. So what else happened, Kevin? You've got to two activists arrest so far. So um, Adam decided not to cooperate, not to assist them in them taking him off in handcuffs. Uh, he was asked by the cop, uh, are you going to move? And he says, no. And he says, what was your other question? So Adam said, who is the victim here? Who who have I harmed? And the cop responded with, city of Manchester. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the city of Manchester. The dirt? The buildings? Or, 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 or some, some fictitious uh, corporation, municipal corporation. Yeah, that's what it is, Mark. There, there's no such thing as a city of fill-in-the-blank. Yeah. The, uh, they're just uh, human beings. A municipal corporation is a piece of paper or several pieces of paper. You can't hurt them without setting them on fire. Kevin? And so the cop's response to Adam's question, oh, Adam then said, can, I, can you produce my accuser? And Adam's resp- the cop's response was, yes, in just a minute. Then they picked him up and drug him into the police station oh, with his knees dragging on the ground. Oh, no. As they're pushing another activist through the glass doorways who had, uh, the one who had just been arrested behind him. And apparently these cops don't know how to operate doors because as they were going in, they pushed Adam into the glass uh, door. And then joss them around a little bit. Oh, oops. Oh, we're so sorry. Did we give you a little bump there? Oh, we're just so sorry about that. I doubt they even apologize, though. That last step is a doozy. Yeah. But then at this point, once they had the two, uh, the two people who had been arrested, one of the cops began yelling, anybody who's recording now, confiscate their cameras. It is evidence of a crime. Wow. It is evidence of a crime. It's evidence of their criminal activity by kidnapping peaceful people who are merely protesting out in front of their uh, their offices. That's uh, that's the crime that happened today is kidnapping on the part of the police. Uh, this is just an absolute police state crackdown. It's it's despicable. Uh, they're confiscating video cameras from people. Do you know if anybody managed you know, to get? Lots- hold on. Do you know if anybody managed to get any video out? Um, yes, um, I actually did. I had just posted it a moment ago. Um, I I did see. I did have footage of the original two arrests. Um, they threatened to confiscate my camera. They didn't do that orig- initially. They started uh, filing cops out of the room so they would get people out of the uh, the the entranceway. And it wasn't until a few moments later that they came around actually starting to confiscate camera. Mm. At this point, I had passed mine off to another activist who was on the sidewalk, so I had footage of this. 
right. that is posted right now, and it's also been sent to uh, WMUR, which is the local news station. Uh, all right. There were reporters out on the scene after that. All right, tell you what, Kevin, so, I want to put this, you on hold here. Can you stick with us and tell us the rest of the story? All righty. All right, more here with Kevin uh, from Manchester. You know, uh, th- there's spy cameras that are in the shapes of sunglasses and watch fobs and pens. watches yeah. and things like that. Cops need to go around and confiscate people's pens and glasses and everything. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. I'll see if I can get the video from Kevin. We'll see if we can put it up on freekeen.com so folks can get access to it here. More on the way. You can take control. This is the Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kit Essentials Nutritionally Complete Drink. Providing your picky eater with essential nutrition and great taste in one drink. Visit us at kitessentials.com. To make sure your kids eat healthy, follow the five-a-day plan. Serve three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit daily. Remember, a serving could just mean a piece of fruit or a half cup of veggies. If your kids are picky eaters, ask a nutritionist about other sources. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up anything you want. Uh, Huge news, though, today. We're covering in detail about multiple uh, incidents of civil disobedience across the country. Uh, Washington, D.C., huge success today with uh, dozens of people dancing at the D.C. Jefferson Memorial. No one being arrested down there. However, in contrast, up here in New Hampshire, where... Hundreds of liberty-minded people have made the move thus far as part of the Free State Project uh, that uh, that kind of sets the bureaucrats on edge. They don't like the idea that liberty-minded people are moving to this place because they see it as a threat to their legitimacy. They see the continued activism here as a threat to the future of their their, sc- of their scam, which is that you know they get to extract as much money and obedience from people as they want to. Uh, they, they see that uh, as a possibility that that might change in the future and that gets them scared. So they lash out in violence as they did today at a group of activists who'd come out to protest the violent thuggish tactics of the Manchester PD and Manchester PD proved that they are a bunch of thugs as they came out and arrested people for things like not having government identification in their pockets, charging them with some nonsense called criminal mischief. We're used to disorderly conduct as their favorite catch-all charge, but this one's a new one, this this criminal mischief charge. We'll continue here with somebody who was on the scene in just a moment. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, say CAI is a company that does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. The owner over there at SACL CAI, Jason Osborne, he understands that your customers are important to you. And you need they need to be treated with respect so that they'll continue to do business with you, even if somebody's handling accounts receivable for you. SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Thug cops in Manchester arrested at least seven activists today from initial reports. Uh, from what I've understood thus far, we've got Kevin on the line in Manchester. He's told us the story where a demo from libertyontour.com, we've had on this show a number of times, was the first to be arrested. He refused to show government ID. Um, he probably didn't even have it on him. And the cops demanded it from him. He walked away, and they arrested him uh, for it. Then they 
then arrested another activist for not showing identification. And that's, I think, where we're picking up the story here. Kevin, you'd uh, managed to sneak some video out, apparently. The cops were running around trying to confiscate as many cameras as they possibly could. You managed to get yours away from the scene, ferret out uh, at least one video, a four-minute video, and I haven't had a chance to watch more, much more than 40 seconds of it, uh, showing them arresting Adamo. So the very beginning of the arrests, uh, that video I have posted now at freekeen.com. So anybody that wants to see that can go and check this out. But do continue uh, regaling us with this, uh, this account of mass arrests and, and tyranny here in, in New Hampshire. So the, uh, the camera confiscation was the trigger of the second and the third arrest. Um, one, of the, one of the activists, Mike, went in to ask, um, the, the cops had physically started confiscating cameras, and so they went in to ask questions like, when do we get our, uh, our property back? Can I get a receipt for this? Uh, what case is this being tried in? Uh, things like that. And they, three cops were originally talking to Mike. We asked him, are you being detained? Are you being arrested? And the cops said, no, he's asking us questions. We're not stopping him. Until one of the rather aggressive higher-ups, the, the, the guy the other cops called the boss, mm. came out and started aggressively walking towards Mike. And then Mike takes steps back to have conversational tone. And then two officers come to the side of him and pin him in. And then he's asked to leave. Please, please get out of the lobby. You're obstructing the, the walkway. He asks, how do I do this? I am being surrounded. And they then arrest him for not leaving the lobby fast enough. Any idea what the charge was there? Um, I'm actually not sure what the charges were for any of them, except yeah. for uh, somebody else later. Um, they wouldn't tell when they're going to be arraigned, when the bondsman's going to be out likely there. Monday, like that. Likely Monday morning. Uh, usually uh, people that are arrested on a weekend, they're going to they're hold them all weekend. And then on Monday morning, they'll probably all go in for arraignments at uh, the Manchester District Court. So people may want to plan. If, if they can't get the details from the court or from the, the police, they want to plan to be there bright and early on, uh, on Monday morning. But do continue with uh, the story. So another, the second activist who had his cameras unconfiscated went in to file a, uh, an actual complaint about the way it was taken. And they said, that you, we won't let you in unless you identify yourself, which, at which point he took his ID from his wallet, gave me all of his uh, property, his keys and everything, and went in to file the complaint. Nice. About 20 minutes later, we found out he has also been arrested. Mm-hmm. This is, not uncommon. Uh, this is not uncommon. This is not uncommon. This is a tactic that's used, in fact, across America by police departments uh, to intimidate people into not filing complaints because they'll they'll threaten, they'll cajole, they'll they'll put you into uncomfortable situations, and sometimes they'll even arrest you. Right. They don't want you to do it anonymously. They want to have a, a way to. But this guy you. wasn't going anonymously. He he had his ID on him. Isn't no, he that took correct? it off of. He took it off of him. Hold on. Uh, say that again. No, just the opposite. He took only his ID in and oh, gave me all of his. The other guy questions. identified himself. This is, you know, he had everything that these people asked for. Mm-hmm. They just don't like complaints, and this is the problem. This is what uh, we've talked about on Free Talk Live all the time. Is when you have only one organization, a monopoly in any given activity in any given place, you're going to get bad customer service, and that's what's happening here. You do not get arrested and thrown in a cell if you walk into Walmart and you say, hey, the plastic piece of crap I bought from China, it broke. They don't yep. throw you in jail for it. You get your money back, most cases, or at least store credit. All right, Kevin, so uh, then what? Well, at this point, the activity, obviously adrenaline was going. People were angry and, and talking. But the cops then came out and created a blockade on the sidewalk saying that if we were protesters, we could have no more than three people 
in a certain area of the sidewalk. <laughs> and so they have this is another tactic people- that they love to do. Uh, they, you know, you're supposed to have this freedom of, of assembly, freedom of speech, speech and all this stuff. Right to peaceably assemble. First Amendment, and I'm sure the New Hampshire Constitution backs a lot of that up as well. You're supposed to have these so-called freedoms, but whenever you actually try to exercise them in a way they don't like. Then they come out and they start giving orders. They start saying, you need to do this. You can't stand still. You need to keep moving. You need to be in three people. You need to do this. And they, they're just, it's a control freak thing. They want you to jump through their hoops so they can get a little, uh, a little tickle, a little laugh out of watching the serfs do exactly as they're told. And the activists up here don't like being told what to do. So that tends to not go over so well. Go ahead. So at this point, they had a forensic um, photographer come out to start taking pictures of the, uh, the, the messages that were written on the walls, mm. uh, such as, quit your job, find something fulfilling, uh, don't hurt innocent people, stop extorting us for our money. And some of the activists decided that they were going to make that a group photo and stand in front of the thing to pose <laughs> for the shot. That's awesome. So did we get and, pictures, too? Did other activists have still cameras in addition to video cameras that perhaps were not yeah, confiscated? I, I, uh, at this point, it's still a little early. There's still actually some drama going down from this, but uh, I right. have seen a few people who were there post some really excellent still photos. Okay. Um, yeah. The artwork, oh, there was, yeah, it's really, it's really good photos. We do have those. Good, good. Uh, when you get a chance during the next uh, break, let me know uh, where to find those, and I'll see if I can dig some up for, uh, for Freekeen as well. But the video that you took is over at Freekeen.com. Uh, so the, the forensic photographer comes out, starts taking pictures. There's a group photo. Go ahead. Um, and around this point, um, the reporter for WMUR comes out and begins interviewing Pete about what happened. And so we got the cop block banner behind him as he did his uh, video interview, asked questions. They started talking to the officers. Everything seemed to be dying down. So people were going to leave. There was a barbecue. So and, we're, at, uh, we're at three arrests match. at this point when they're interviewing Pete? Um, this is four arrests. Four arrests thus far. All right. So uh, stick with us here. Can you stick with us, Kevin? Absolutely. All right, more with Kevin from Manchester with the inside scoop on what happened today with mass arrests, thug cops arresting activists for having a protest. This is the country in which uh, you live. This is a so-called free country. It's a big joke. 1-800-259-9231. There is something that can be done about it, of course. More on the way. We'll share the solution in a bit. Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231, focusing on some major civil disobedience uh, today. Actually, what was intended to not really be civil disobedience in, in Manchester, it ended up being a non-cooperative, I guess, situation is more, more like it, um, where apparently at least seven liberty activists were arrested in Manchester at the Manchester Police Department. They were engaging in a protest. It was demanded of one of the activists to hand over identification. Which, of course, the idea that you have to have government ID on you at all times is absolutely ludicrous and total, you know, police state value papers kind of thing. He was arrested, and then others were arrested for uh, whatever other nonsense, not showing ID. Somebody went into the police station and was arrested for some reason, which we're not sure uh, what that was at this point. 
So at the point in the story at which we're at, uh, four activists have been arrested, uh, most of them for not showing identification. Uh, cameras were being confiscated. We'll continue the story here in a moment. LibertyManiacs.com. They have the largest online Liberty brand featuring the most comprehensive selection of original posters, stickers, apparel, embroidered hats, and over a hundred different other products. From hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary, LibertyManiacs.com is devoted to outfitting the Liberty movement worldwide with intelligent, eye-catching, and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to Liberty. There's no hassle, money-back guarantee on all products, new products almost every day. LibertyManiacs.com. Go go over there to LibertyManiacs.com. Check out the gear. I've got a few T-shirts from them, and it's pretty awesome. All right, so a new update here. Apparently, eight people have been arrested in Manchester today at the Manchester Police Department. The protest that went on because Manchester police are a bunch of thugs. Uh, many, many of them. Um, maybe there's some good guys out there, but they certainly weren't. In, uh, the good guys weren't there today uh, to stop them from aggressing against uh, our friends and uh, and associates. And of course, all of us here, Mark, myself, Kevin, we all moved here as part of the Free State Project. Uh, we moved here in order to get active uh, so we can achieve liberty in our lifetime. And the government people don't like that very much. They don't like people getting active. They'd much rather have them just quietly complain uh, and continue to obey and continue to pay taxes and things like that. And I can tell you that the more stuff like this happens, the more frustrated I get with the idea of having to pay property taxes. And I don't know how much longer I can keep this up. Uh, but Kevin is back with us here from uh, Manchester, kind of uh, filling us in with the details here. Several people arrested today, and you had gotten to the point of the story when things had kind of simmered down a a little bit. Four arrests had been made at this point. Cameras had been confiscated. And WMUR is on the scene interviewing Pete from LibertyOnTour.com. Go ahead, Kevin. So at this point, uh, another activist was detained and escorted to her car to get ID. She was being detained apparently for the charge of graffiti because she was writing on the sidewalk with chalk. Wow. And she was escorted into the police station. They let her have a, a, a friend go in with her, which was odd because they were standing in front of the door, preventing anybody from going in and asking questions. Um, they eventually gave her a ticket, gave her a summons, and released her. And as people were leaving, the cops filed out and began uh, lining up like shoulder to shoulder on the sidewalk and walking forward. Because they had said, you can't, you can't be standing still on the sidewalk. So they were actually pressing with their bodies against activists Wow! as they had their forensic photographer out there. One of the activists, uh, Kate from Mountain King, um, was standing on one of the chalk marks. Her foot was on one of the, the letters. And so they then arrested her for interfering with that. Interfering, interfering with, with the man who was trying to f- photograph the chalk? Yes. Wow. Obstructing um, government administration, one of their uh, new charges they like to throw at activists. One of the ones I faced for standing in front of a police car uh, a year ago, which I've never been taken to trial on yet, by the way. Go ahead with uh, the story. Um, at this point, we were most of us were leaving, and uh, they had arrested uh, Kate. Um, a few activists decided to escort some of the people who had been out there, uh, videographer uh, Dave Ridley, mm-hmm. for instance, uh, making sure that his camera was still intact when he was leaving. Some cops then began... Um, chasing people across the street to confiscate their cameras as well. Um, at mm, this point, desperate. I have left, so I haven't experienced this firsthand. All right. Do you, did you hear anything about what happened at, uh, after that point? Um, yeah. Um, Will and uh, another activist had uh, their cameras physically taken from them, mm. and they said at this point Pete Air was also arrested, though what charge he was arrested on for what, I'm not entirely certain. 
maybe uh, the charge of not having enough activists there at that moment. I don't know. Wow. It's just so disgusting. It's so. What are your thoughts about? I mean, now you've you've kind of recounted the story. There's obviously a few parts missing as you weren't there for them. Uh, maybe we'll we'll hear more later. But uh, what, what do you feel? How do you feel about this, Kevin? Your thoughts? I, I think it's insane. I live here in Manchester. I like this area, and the only people around here who make me uncomfortable are the police. And this is exactly why. Hmm. This is. It's ridiculous to see them take my friends. It's it's really intense to see them throw somebody to the ground, put them in handcuffs, and pull them away for writing peaceful messages in chalk, mm. it, it, I, I, it's ridiculous to me. That's the biggest word that comes to mind. It's ridiculous. You know, they wouldn't, it makes you wonder, would they arrest a group of eight-year-olds that were out uh, drawing flowers on the They'd uh, probably arrest their parents and then take their kids from them or I, something like that. I, I can't imagine they would. But I would love to see that happen. I would love to see somebody who has the courage to do some activism with their child go out there and start drawing right on their front stoop or wherever. One of the one of the comparisons was actually asked once the uh, MU, uh, WMUR reporters were out there. If I picked up this piece of chalk and wrote something on here, would you confiscate his camera as well? Mm. And they backtracked from that pretty quickly. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's again the uh, the mainstream media is given a pass, but uh, the individuals who have cameras are cracked down upon. And usually, what ends up happening is later, later, like a, a year plus later, maybe you'll get your camera back. This you know what is then an outdated, uh, older piece of equipment that they just hold on to. It's really a way to punish uh, the activists and essentially force them to go out and and buy new cameras. Uh, Kevin, thanks for sharing all that. Anything else you want to uh, share with our listeners tonight? Um, no, that's that's about it. I, it was a great event. It was it was exciting. It was fun. We had great uh, interaction with the locals. Yeah, it's not going to be over from here either. I mean, this is uh, they've kicked off a, fi- a firestorm. I mean, the activism isn't going to die down, um, and hopefully, this will encourage more people to get up here because we can't do this alone. We need to have dozens more move as soon as possible, hundreds uh, beyond that, and then thousands. The uh, the Free State Project is a goal has a goal of moving twenty thousand people uh, up here. Hundreds have already made the move. Thousands, over 10,800 are signed up to move to New Hampshire. And you can go to freestateproject.org to learn more about that. And, uh, Kevin, how long have you been here now in New Hampshire? I moved up to New Hampshire in uh, September of 2009. Was it worth it? Uh, Absolutely. Best decision I've ever made. Thanks for the call tonight, Kevin. I appreciate hearing from you. And, by the way, Kevin, are you going to to Porkfest? I am very likely going to Porkfest. The Porkfest. The Porcupine Freedom Festival, and hopefully a lot of these folks will be out by then. And thanks again, Kevin, for the call tonight. Hopefully a lot of them will be out. You'll be able to meet some of these folks in person over at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Porkfest.com is where you can go to learn more about that. Let's go to you and your thoughts. Robert is listening in Charleston to WSCFM. Hello, Robert. Yes, so thanks for taking my call. I really sure. appreciate it. It's a nice show this evening. Thanks. Um, I was just had kind of a comment here. I was just wondering if this is all kind of symptomatic of uh, just generally there being too, met, too much of a police force around where they're actually, instead of out solving real crimes and doing what they're supposed to, just engage in mischief against their citizens. So Yeah, yes, clearly uh, Manchester police had nothing better to do today than to sit around in the office and uh, pile out and arrest a bunch of peaceful people for holding signs. Yeah, it's it's really a, a sad state of affairs in America, actually. But um, then the other thing, I just uh, this thing in D.C. reminds me of a a quote by Thomas Jefferson. He says that when the law becomes tyranny, rebellion becomes duty. So um, I'll leave you with that, and I appreciate your help. Good thoughts, man. Thank Thanks you. for holding on Bye. to uh, to share that with us. It was well worth. Uh, I th- I'm glad you waited for it. Thanks for the call at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Absolutely right. If you care about freedom, then stand up for it. 
do something. It doesn't mean you have to get arrested. There were a lot of people in D.C. today that didn't dance, but they were there to support. And it's important to, it's important to just come out, even if you aren't going to put it on the line. At least you're cl- somewhere close to the people who are putting it on the line. And let me tell you, having people on the outside is important, too. You know, there's got to be people to call the police department, to, you know, to give them hell, uh, to let them know they don't appreciate what they're doing. People to, uh, to, you know, to go and give somebody a ride when they're let out of jail, to bring a video camera into court to record the proceedings. There are a lot of roles for people that may feel like they can't take the kind of risk that folks like Ademo and Pete, uh, the guys from LibertyOnTour.com do. You know, the, the, people look at this and they say, oh, these silly people chalking. They should just leave the cops alone. But, you know, there's there's good quotes for this, and the caller just had one. I would remind you that extremism and the defense of liberty is no vice. Let me remind you also that moderation in the pursuit of justice is no virtue. More coming up here. 800-259-9231. Free talk. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a mobile site. Maybe you've got a smartphone. You want to get quick access to our live streams and our podcast. Go to m.freetalklive.com. That's m as in mobile.freetalklive. Dot com. Joining you here tonight, it's Ian and Mark. As we continue with you and your phone calls, uh, let's talk to Dave, listening in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, to WKBK. Hello, Dave. Dave? This in... issue. Hello? Yes. Hey, go ahead with your thoughts. This, this issue, um, recording police officers, has been on my hat for quite a while. And I did some looking into this, and it appears that they're using a, uh, a telephone uh, bugging law to arrest people for uh, recording the audio with the video. Yeah, that's correct. It's called wiretapping. Yeah, this is a real stretch for one thing. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I've been working with, I've been working with uh, some people to try to get good people elected into office in the state, and we actually got some of these people in. And I talked with them about this very issue, and they assured me that uh, they've either passed something or they're working on passing something to make it real clear that the public can record both the audio and the video of police and there isn't anything the police can do about it. I mean, they can record us. We should be able to record them. And they agree with us, and they're trying to put it past us right now. Yeah, a, a, a good a good bill passed the House, House, and then it got amended, uh, as I understand it, in the Senate. Somebody may somebody may correct me in some way. This, this le- these legal machinations can be very very uh, convoluted, and then it got tabled. As a result of getting, uh, you know, bastardized in the Senate, Senate it got tabled, and then hopefully it'll get unbastardized and then passed, but it's still at this point, it, le- it exists in legal limbo. Well, I'll make some telephone calls then, because I'm friendly with one of the senators that got elected, and I'm fr- friendly with several of the re- representatives. Dave, you may and- want to check into the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. I know they're doing a lot of work on that. Are you familiar with them? 
I, I haven't. I've been I've been aware of them through uh, one of the newspapers that's been in the uh, the supermarket, and I've read that, and I agree with their principles. It's. Uh, but, I don't uh, think they have a newspaper. You might be thinking of the New Hampshire Free Press, but uh, the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance is nhliberty.org, and people from outside of New Hampshire can uh, can join and they can support it. It's a great organization that works exclusively in the political realm to to try to do things like you're talking about to make the uh, the laws not as uh, as onerous in this uh, in this area. And of course, people coming here from all around the country. As part of the Free State Project, a lot of them are getting involved in the political process, and some are doing the uh, the civil disobedience as well. Anything else you want to share tonight, Dave? No, just that uh, I thought I thought I'd get in touch with uh, one of the people, and it turns out he's moving to New Hampshire, and he hasn't done it yet, and I'm not sure when he's going to come. But I'll get on there and try to get in touch with him. I mean. Uh, uh, maybe, yep. maybe there's something I can do because uh, I've got a really long lens on my camera. I can stand a block off and take pictures. Anything that you can do is appreciated. And Dave, thanks for the call tonight. Be sure to check out uh, nhliberty.org, also freekeen.com. You want to see some of the footage from the mass arrest today in Manchester? It's up there right now at freekeen.com as we continue here with you and your thoughts. Uh, let's go to Martin listening in St. Pete to WFLA. Hello, Martin. Martin? Hello. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Go ahead with your thoughts, sir. And, uh, you know, these people dance around at the uh, Jefferson Memorial, right? Yeah, they did, yeah. About uh, 50 people today, yeah. yes. And that's uh, fine and wonderful, you know. And, and what happens when they uh, start uh, spray-painting uh, gang uh, uh, insignias around there? Is that okay, too? Well, I think that there's a difference between expressing what I would say is your God-given right to dance on the property that your tax money has been used to pay for and vandalizing public property. Don't you think that's a big step? Well, is that vandalizing or just... Uh, I mean, uh, what happens when they your... start raping and murdering people? What happens when they shoot rockets out yeah, of their yeah, butt? No, calm down. You know, no, I, I, no you're, you're drawing parallels that are, are not really fair. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, no. No, okay. Huh. If I want to take... Hello? I'm listening. Right here. If I want to take my little kid up there, and uh, he's nine years old, right? Yeah. And he sees these people uh, doing... Uh, basically desecrating uh, 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 this thing. Dancing is desecration to you? Well, wait a second. Do you understand Good why God. this dancing I mean, was going on a, in the first place? A, are you going to have a flash mob at Jefferson, Jefferson Memorial? Well, the, wait a second. The reason that this all started was because a few people, a handful, probably about a half a dozen people, went two years ago to dance on Jefferson's birthday to music of their own choosing for one song. I mean, we're talking about three minutes here. And the park police had a hissy fit and arrested somebody over it after she asked too many questions. They didn't really arrest her for dancing. Dancing. They arrested her for not complying and not being subservient but, enough. But you the kind that. of thing, by the way, that Jefferson would agree with. Cowtoeing and walking away and doing what the authorities said, that's desecration to uh, Jefferson. Uh, it's, also desec- it's also desecration to arrest peaceful people. I mean, that's a desecration of the ideas of freedom. But you're saying it's Absolutely. desecration to dance quietly to yourself? Not at all. You know, I understand. You know, but if I'm taking my little kid up there and he sees this uh, 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 stuff going on, what's he going to think? 
You know, he's going to think that there are people dancing. Look, it only Dad, lasted for 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Look, I mean, it's silly there's too many people. You wait until it's your turn to go in. It's not like there aren't lines for monuments in, in uh, Washington, oh. D.C. Well, I mean, come on. What's wrong with kids seeing someone dancing? Are you kidding me? I mean, how ludicrous. There's something wrong with that in your mind? Uh, you don't do that at a memorial. Well, can you dance? You, you, you don't do that. Well, that's what you don't do. Wait a second. In New Orleans, people, people and, and I'll tell you, uh, military guys in New Orleans get these little uh, parades where they go down the street with brass bands, people dancing all over the place. Okay, well, Not everybody gonna, expresses grief. Are, and, are you going to dance at the tomb of the unknown soldier? You can't get up there. You do that? You can't Pardon get me? up there. Sure no, there's a there's a there's a gate up there. You can't get in front of the tomb of the unknown soldier. You can get close. Yeah, you I've could. Been there. I suppose just you could dance there you if you dis- wanted to. Just because you disagree you with dance? how some people express themselves, you believe that makes it okay to put those people in a cage? Oh, absolutely not. No, but there are things that are inappropriate. And that's just inappropriate. But I, I'm asking I'm you sorry. this. Do people in New Orleans, when they give these uh, these memorial parade things with brass bands and dancing down the street, is that inappropriate? Of course not. Okay. Is it inappropriate if they do it for military personnel? In? Of course not. Okay. If I'm a military personnel and I want to be buried in Arlington Cemetery, and I and one of my requests is, and I leave money, I bequeath money to do this, to have one of these bands play, you know, whatever songs they play and march in front of my uh, grave, is that okay? Because there's other soldiers around. Of course, but that is Okay, never so th- I just don't see the problem here. But Your kid seeing some people happened. dancing does not seem to me like any kind of infringement upon your rights. Thomas Jefferson liked dancing. Oh, no, there are all no, kinds no, of no. quotes out there about Thomas Jefferson, Personally, what he had to say about how great dancing oh, was. So why isn't that appropriate? Have you been to Monticello? I have not been to Monticello. It is my, one of my goals okay, to get well, there. Okay, well, I have. You know, okay. I, I know what the dude's all about, okay? And, and you know, but uh, there becomes a point to where, you know, no. You know, you don't uh, come and uh, spray paint graffiti right. on okay, Nobody spray painting graffiti. I doubt there would have been a, a national and international movement behind it if somebody had gone in and spray painted graffiti at the memorial. Instead, uh, it was just dancing, which, of course, is completely harmless. Uh, well, so I just want to make sure I'm clear on what you said, because you, what you've been saying seems a little contradictory. You think it's inappropriate to dance, but you think that they should not have been arrested for it? You know, I'm not arrested, but, you know... What should have happened? Move along. Okay, and if they don't want to move along, then arrested. See, that's what happened, though. And then the girl who initially got arrested, this was two years ago, she asked some questions about it being public property and what are her rights in this area. And then the people who said move along didn't feel like she moved along quickly enough. When you give somebody the power to say, move along then behind that power has to come the force to do something about it. Because otherwise, you're just a crazy guy with a little piece of tin on your shirt and a silly hat talking about move along. Martin, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. You know what I think is inappropriate? I think it's inappropriate to support caging peaceful people. Period.
I think it's inappropriate of these government goons to do what they do, and that is follow orders blindly and arrest people who have never harmed another human being, who have not done any damage to any property. I think that's what's inappropriate. That's the insult to uh, the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. The behavior of the police is insulting to the ideals of freedom. You know, when I was at the Thomas Jefferson Memorial, people weren't standing around solemnly with their heads bowed, uh, saying little prayers to Thomas Jefferson or anything. There were kids running around, people taking pictures, people are kind of posing next to the statue with their tongue sticking out and a silly hat on. I mean, I don't know what the difference between any of the other behavior that goes on at the memorial and this behavior. This is organized. More coming up here. Your thoughts welcome. 800-259-9231. We've got a whole other hour remaining for you and your thoughts. 800-259-9231. Bring up anything. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers. From LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231. Here as we launch into the third hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the program. Once again, 1-800-259-9231. Many friends of the show being arrested today in Manchester as the police crack down on uh, liberty-loving people who were just having a protest out in front, doing a little chalking uh, out in front of the police station. The police came out, demanded identification from some of the the protesters, and they uh, refused because... Well, why shouldn't they? If you're a free person, you shouldn't have to provide government ID when you're just on foot, uh, just out and about. And they arrested people for that. They uh, confiscated video cameras from folks. According to an update here from one of the activists on the scene, it looks like uh, a couple of folks have been released from the uh, the captors, the, from their, their, their kidnappers, the Manchester Police Department, and also uh, Garrett who is the primary blogger over at freeconquered.org, and he's been doing some really great reporting up in the Concord region. guess he'd come down to Manchester today for the protest. He was arrested today, and he just left a Porcupine 411 message uh, to inform everybody that he has been released, and he somehow managed to get out of there with his video camera, so they gave it back to him for some reason. Uh, he's got all doesn't of his footage. It does make any sense. <laughs> you know, if you're going to confiscate activists' cell phones because well i the, the claim is is that they're evidence um if you're going to confiscate these cell phones and uh because people were videotaping with them then you, you got to follow through throw these things in the evidence locker where they'll never be seen by another person again because that's what happens with evidence when when people when the cops collect it mm-hmm. i mean it's like they want to be gestapo and they just don't know how 
They so, just don't have the, the cojones for it or something. So Garrett has been released. He's got all his video intact, and he will be releasing that when he gets a chance over at freeconquered.org. I'll certainly uh, copy it over to freekeen.com when I see that pop up as well. I'll keep you in the loop. There is already some video up at freekeen.com if you want to watch the police crack down on a bunch of liberty-minded people. And, of course, uh, get up here. If you love freedom and you love the ideas of liberty and you're willing to uh, to get active, there are different ways you can do it up here. If you don't want to do civil disobedience, there's plenty of other things like uh, getting active in the political system to try to actually change the laws that these robotic cops are uh, are out there enforcing, these inhumane animals. Uh, that just I'm so dis- dis- disgusted by what right. I've heard about today. So this is what I, I don't understand here is – Today, uh, people, some activists in Manchester were chalking on the sidewalk among and doing some protests for you know some uh, some incidences of uh, perceived police brutality in Manchester. And if the cops wanted to arrest anybody, they could arrest the people that were chalking. There's an ordinance in the city of Manchester that says that you can't chalk. They probably will be, I think, well, charging people with that. I, I'm not real fond of the chalking. That's not my favorite uh, activity. I, I kind of have some critiques for that kind of activism. But they're going after people for not having IDs on them, people mm-hmm. that aren't driving anything for not having IDs on them, and people for uh, you know using their cell phones to record what's going on, and uh, you know just weird stuff. It's disgusting what's going on, and of course, as we learn more, we'll certainly let you know. And uh, the guys from Liberty on Tour are still in jail, and we will find out. I'm sure when one of those get uh, those guys gets out, we'll have them on to talk about what uh, what transpired out there. But in the meantime, we'll take your phone calls about whatever you want. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Lou. Listening in California to KGOE out in the West Coast. Hello, Lou. Lou in California. Lou going once. Hey, Lou. My name is Will. Oh, Will. Well, if you're in California, then you're the one we want. All right. Apologies, Will. Um, Go ahead with your thoughts. That's cool. I'm from Louisiana, and I'm a Native American, and both of my cultures celebrate our funerals. We party. Yeah. And I personally, myself, have a party CD put together for my own personal funeral nice and is the government going to start regulating our funerals to where we have to just sit and cry if that guy and if that guy's I'll, in charge yes the last apparently caller. everybody has to uh to, to to celebrate death in the same fashion and he was he was talking about the uh the tomb of the unknown soldier and juxtaposing that to uh the jefferson memorial and i don't think you can do it there's a much more somber atmosphere around the tomb of the unknown soldier it's a performance and so to get out there and start dancing in front of say people that are performing and you know the doing the the rifle chain or whatever the heck they're doing there um, is is different than what everybody else is doing at the Jefferson Memorial, which has nothing to do with memorializing Thomas Jefferson. Right. You're talking about, of course, yeah. the uh, the, do- the uh, half a dozen arrests that were made at the Jefferson Memorial last week. Today, hundreds of people you know, showed up at the memorial and uh, commenced dancing, and no one was arrested, thank goodness. But go ahead with your thoughts, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, even the Christian Bible says that you're supposed to celebrate the passion of somebody and you mourn the birth. If, you know, they're going to read their Christian Bible, they need to read all of it. Hmm. And I'll hang up and let you guys go. And Lou, or Will, rather, it. thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate uh, hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I always like the, the calls from people who, uh, you know, are in touch with the, the portion of, I, I, you know, they, they call themselves Native Americans. I'm sure that nobody is actually full. Na- there are very few full Native Americans, as there are very few any other ethnicities. And we probably all have a little bit of uh, Native American in us. But, you know, the folks that are in touch with it, they understand that the government's not to be trusted. 
granted. There are all kinds of agreements made with you know, Indians of all sorts, and they were all broken. And they're continuing to be broke all the time. Well, they don't have to honor their agreements. They're the government. They yeah, can change, that's what it means. They can change the rules any old time they want. Let's talk to Jan listening in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Hello, Jan. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Jan? Yes. Hey, Are the you there? Hey, what's on your mind? Yeah, well, I, I just have a question. You know, if if I have to ask about the ethnicity of the people that were arrested, it seems in this day and age, if you look Latino or Middle Eastern, no one will arrest you no matter what you do. But if what? you don't look like you're from those... I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Hold you on. Know. Are you... Uh, hold on. Are you a Latino lady? Of course not. Latina. Okay, then you have no idea what you're talking about. Do you, do you hang out with Latinos? Absolutely. I teach Latinos. As a matter of fact, my classroom is 99.9% Latino, and I have not had an American student in three years. You're telling what? me that Latinos in the United States are not getting arrested? Absolutely absurd. They, I mean, Mark, you were in jail, in prison for nine years. Were there any Latinos in there? A lot more Latinos than there were, than, uh, there were white kids in, in the prison. Well, what I'm saying, asking you is, is what was the what are, was the ethnicity of these people? I wouldn't be able to say. I really don't pay much attention the hell to does it. it matter? But I suspect that it was of all sorts. I would like to think that everyone is. Hold being on, arrested. hold on. On what uh, what uh, what question are you asking? Are you asking in Manchester where uh, activists were arrested today? Or are you asking about uh, Washington D.C. where hundreds of people danced illegally in front of the Jefferson Memorial? I'm talking in general. In general, I feel like everyone, it, it doesn't matter who you are anymore, but you're more picked on if you're a wasp in this country now than anyone else. Well, but the, you're more likely the, to be arrested in this country in, if you're black. But the people in, oh, well, absolutely. But the people, in, it's like no one has a prayer anymore. Okay, I see. I see where you're coming from. Certainly, there's a crackdown on anybody. Um, there, if they don't like you and they don't like what you're doing, then they will threaten you. And if you don't do what they say, they may arrest you. I don't think the color of the, your skin really matters. But it's certainly still true that the the police enforce laws a lot better or harder, rather, in uh, areas in which poor people live. And uh, the, you know whether they they're black or white or or, or whatever. Uh, there's certainly a discrepancy there, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, what I have to say also is, is, you know, the big deal is is with the Latino population or the, the non-American, quote-unquote, population, they're all supposed to have a card to, to signify that they're a, a, a non-American or whatever. A and card? if you're legally card. A card. A card. So so now what it's looking like is, is you you know, you, you if you're on the street, any cop can say to you, let me see your ID. I don't care if you're white, Latino, you're black, you're, I don't care what you're wearing. How does that it's make now, you feel, Jan? Well, oppressed, to say the least. I'm a, I, I agree with you free. there. And, right. and I, I, think, I think we better start looking at this real hard. I'm with you, Jan. Thanks for the call uh, tonight. It's a call ended a lot different than it started. Yeah, you can't expect it. freedom if you don't if that if other people don't have that same freedom. So if other people are you know if if people that look brown walk around having to th- show a card, then everybody should have to show that card. That would be fair. If you want freedom, freedom is not having to show to show a card. Right. So you have to advocate for that freedom for everyone. Exactly. Freedom means allowing others to be free before you yourself will be. We also had an author on recently, and the fact is that uh, people of uh, like Latino descent are just as likely to get arrested in their age groups as white kids. There's more coming up here. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. 
in the amazing universe of podcast one podcast stands alone in excellence of broadcasting and neurology it's verbalsurgery.com that's right verbalsurgery.com get your brain in gear get it full speed ahead get it going right now baby because you are awesome 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 and this podcast when you listen to it you will feel better right now so go to verbalsurgery.com get with the program baby This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features free. Features including the webcam. You can watch. You can listen. You can chat. The chat room is built into the same page as the cam, so go and enjoy all of that for free. Over at cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Are you tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet? Are you tired of banks charging you fees? Do you want to take back control of your own money? Take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be growing with time, you can learn more by visiting weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org. And if you hold on, next segment, I'll tell you where you can spend some. Weusecoins.org. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. As we continue here, we will take your calls about anything. An update on the mass arrests of liberty-minded activists here in uh, New Hampshire. Manchester is where the crackdown occurred today at a protest out in front of the Manchester Police Department. Uh, some people have been arrested at this point. Uh, Pete from LibertyOnTour.com is out. I'm sure they'll have something up over at their site here at some point about what uh, what transpired. Also, young lady Kate was uh, arrested there for, I guess... Standing, standing too near some chalk that the police were trying to take a picture of. So she's been charged with resisting arrest, disorderly conduct, and, quote, hindering a police process with false information because she apparently allegedly lied about her date of birth. So you also don't have the freedom to speak in this country. You can't uh, speak something to the police that uh, is not true without them charging you with a criminal act. I thought it was just the feds you couldn't tell lies to, uh, but apparently they also have other uh, rules about that elsewhere. So. Well, that's going to happen. It's you know? legal for them to lie to you, though. By the way, yeah, you, cops cops lie all the time. To, they're uh, trained to. Yeah, they they are trained to you know to in order to to find out things, information. So it you know your servants watch out. They Let's lie. Continue. They're not your servants, Mark. If they were servants, they would act like it. That's you, you'd true. be able to say, "Oh, I don't want your service. Go, go away, now, servant. Go away now." They call themselves civil servants yeah. and suggesting that they serve you they it's just don't. an illusion they yeah. serve their masters in the, uh, the the state right they they serve but they serve the government and themselves yeah let's continue with you and your thoughts marshall listening in charleston south carolina to wsc fm hello marshall hello hey marshall uh, what's on your mind tonight well i was just listening on the broadcast and uh, the manchester police have most definitely violated uh, the uh, protesters civil rights awesome. um, well the constitution does g- give us the right to uh, freedom of assem- freedom of assembly the constitution actually assembly. doesn't give you any rights it's just a piece of paper if you have rights it's because you're a human being the constitution 
was intended to uh, send a set out a list of rights that already existed that this government was supposed to respect and honor, uh, but it does not give you rights. Uh, sorry, I just had to uh, point that out, that no, clarification. No, out. no, no, yes, yes, and I should I should have known. Um, you know, being a conspiracist myself. Well, there's no conspiracy um, theory there. That's the intention behind the Constitution was a set of rules for the government to follow. Yeah. Yes, um, but but none, nonetheless, as government government officials, they are required to uphold the Constitution of the United States. Many of them have and sworn an oath to it. You're correct about that, but clearly that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, well, they they interpret peaceably assemble in, in whatever way their bosses tell them to interpret it. Right, apparently peaceably assembling, uh, according to the Manchester police, and this happens in a lot of places, peaceably assembling means you have to keep moving. Oh, you can't stand still. <laughs> You can't be in a group yeah. of more than three people. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like herding cattle. Exactly right. Anything else you want to share tonight? Well, it's not the, not the, uh, not the, uh, but I'll leave it for another time. <laughs> Thanks, Marshall. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Mike in Indiana. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello there. Good evening. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Mike? Uh, you know, we uh, you're talking about uh, civil liberties and and the police and uh, the rule of law. Really, is what we're what we're discussing here. Well, I've got a lady friend who grew up in the uh, in the old uh, DDR, East Germany, under the uh, communists, and uh, she recently sent me a video of a, uh, a sort of a pub in uh, Berlin, uh, the, a place where you go if you were nostalgic for the old DDR. And believe it or not, there are people who Oh, sure. Well, but, uh, at the very least, it's a tourist trap where people can go and look. Sure, you bet. But there was a sign on the uh, uh, on the wall there uh, in German, and it said uh, it was a Stasi sign from the street. The Stasi were the, uh, the East German secret police, mm-hmm. notorious. And it said, come to us before we come to you. Oh, boy. Holy crap. And... Yeah, that's right. Uh, it uh, it's a little bit uh, chilling, but presumably about you know, I, uh, reporting Jews. No, that was no. about about virtually anything. In no, the, this is the, the DDR, you didn't really you didn't actually have to do anything. That's the that's the whole issue. Everybody was under scrutiny all of the time. Now here in Indiana, uh, just uh, just recently, I've seen a number of things come down. I'm 63, and I've seen the gradual progression of this thing. We're, we're little by little, we're taking on that police state mentality. You know, my uh, my son, who uh, perfectly fine guy, he's a senior at the university here. He's getting ready to take the MCATs, go to medical school, and he's dating this girl whose brother happens to be a police officer. Hmm. The very the first thing that the guy did was he ran a criminal check on him. Wow, that's not legal, is it? I don't think so. Yeah, but the fact is, he did it because he can. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they uh, there was a case uh, some years ago. I was working for a brokerage. This happened about two thousand one. Uh, one of our brokers uh, got a little bit drunk, had somebody drive him home, uh, forgot his keys. He let the other person have the car, and. Uh, the, he had to break into his own apartment. Uh, somebody uh, reported that that you know somebody had broken in there. The police went in in the middle of the night. He jumped out of his bed and got shot by uh, oh, by a couple of uh, local police and Jeez. killed. It's horror. That's horrifying. They were, 
Well, the point is they were completely exonerated. Of course they were. And that's not uncommon, by the way. I mean, if you go to copblock.org, and by the way, thank you for the call. I appreciate your, your thoughts tonight. You go to copblock.org, which is where some of the cop blockers were arrested in Manchester today, some of the guys that run that website. Uh, there's all kinds of stories of police abuse, murder. There was one recently where they shot a guy 71 times, and he never fired once. Uh, and he was a for, what, former Marine, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, they sh- they, I think they shot at him even – they shot at him a lot more than that, and they, they, they hit him – I think they hit him 60, 60 times. times. They and shot it 71 times or is something that right? like that. Okay. Anyway, they shot the hell out of this guy. And every single time, almost every time, like 99 times out of 100, when the police rape or murder or, or pillage or well, destroy, I, I, they and, get away with it, man. And, and in this case, uh, the they sent the paramedics away and made this guy, and let this guy bleed to That's death right. on his own lawn. Wouldn't let his wife go see him and see hear his last words or anything like that. I mean, these guys can really act in a, uh, you know, a Stasi esque kind of uh, fashion. And the system protects them every time. They always say, well, we're going to conduct an investigation. And then weeks later, the investigation's over. The cops are back on duty. Everything, according to the police, is by the book. Everything's okay. Sure, yeah. What's the problem? It's only the lo- rule of law. It only looks like murder. Sure, you'd be charged for murder if you did the same thing we did, but we're the police. We're better than you. More coming up. 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features there for free. The dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo or video appear as the Shrine of Female Listeners. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details there on how to become part of the Shrine or just go and check it out at shrine.freetalklive.com. Dot com. So you've gone to weusecoins.org, you've bought some bitcoins, and now you got some to spend. What can you do with them? You can go to spend and spend your bitcoins uh, every day for everyday needs at ftl.spendbitcoins.com. Through ftl.spendbitcoins.com, you can purchase all the stuff you need with your bitcoins. Why have bitcoins if you can't spend them? Spend them if you've got them. It's FTL is in freetalklive.spendbitcoins.com. Toll free number here, 800-259-9231. As we continue here, by the way, uh, the bitcoin, $18. Yeah. I remember it was like 18 cents recently. It was $9 two weeks ago. Yeah. It just keeps on going up, up, up. Now, this past performance is no indication of uh, future... Indicate, I don't know. Whatever. It's crazy, though, what's uh, what's happening with the Bitcoin. Uh, anyway, more continuing here. Uh, you can go to weusecoins.org to learn more about it. As we continue with your thoughts, ladies first. Jessica is in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jessica. Hello. Um, I have two questions to ask you. Sure. Um, one of them is that I'm still in high school, and, um, you know, the teachers were asking for my phone. I said, no, I'm not going to give you my phone because... You don't have really the right to take it if I say no. 
so they go, oh, we're just going to let you out and get suspended. Mm. Well, it's so near the last days of school, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to put up with it. I can't get suspended. I have to take my finals, and I'm still in my classes as it is, so I really can't afford that. So I, you know, just give them my phone. Was, you know, that the right move to do? What was the question? The question is, was it right to give up her phone when she's got finals to take and you know can't get suspended, etc.? Well, well, no, because I told them no. And I know that if I say no, they really can't take it because that would be stealing. That's oh, correct, right? uh, but they can kick you out of school. And this well, no, is... they could take it if they wanted to. They're the government, and so when the government does stealing, they don't call it that. Then they call it an authorized confiscation. Okay, but that's... Not but I think really you would right. be totally I mean, in the right. I mean, I think you would be totally right be to, hold stealing, on your, but, to hold on to your phone. I'm just telling you, you wouldn't be able to charge them with stealing. If the government or the police or any government agent comes and takes something of yours, for instance, give, let me give you an example here. I was actually recording with my uh, my old cell phone a couple of years ago out in public. I was recording the uh, the emergency medical technicians, the EMTs, taking away one of my friends on a stretcher after a cop had allegedly attacked, uh, hurt him. And uh, so I was recording this. And one of the EMTs lost his cool and stormed up to me and grabbed the phone out of my hand, storms off, and he stole my cell phone from me. But nothing ever happened to him. It didn't matter that I filed a complaint with the police department. It didn't matter you know, that I had video footage of this guy stealing my phone. Nothing was done. Uh, so, yeah, I think that you would have been in the right to hold on to your phone, but it wouldn't have surprised me if at that point they then called the school resource officer in to put you in handcuffs. Also, you have to sort of weigh every bit of activism that you're going to do. And in this case, it seems to me you didn't really have any options. You're sitting there. What, as a senior, is that right? Yeah, and you know, they did. Lucky for me, this was a teacher who actually, you know, liked me as a student. I was really well behaved. You know, I'm not one of those students, you know, slamming on the desk and making a big scene out of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very quiet. I ask for help when I need it. So the teacher was just kind of like, wow, this is a shock. This, you know, well behaved student is not giving me the phone, you know. So until then, he was kind of getting frustrated. So he's like, look, give me the phone. I'm going to call the dean. So, you know, I'm like, okay, well, he's giving me an ultimatum. So I just give him the phone. I get the phone back, and I find that they actually look through my text messages. Oh, boy. And, no, I'm not, I don't do anything bad on my phone, trust me. Um, but they look through my text messages, they look through my contacts, and I'm just like... What do you think they were trying okay. to do? Were they looking for sexting or something like that? I think so, but in all honesty, I'm not the person to do it. And to an extent, we've had problems in the school, but still, if they were going to look for my phone, I put I have my phone unlocked, so they would literally have to go find my number... And then go in to find my code or call my um, the mobile to find my phone, out oh, my password. Wait, how would they find your password? I'm confused about well, that. Well, you can well you can um, call um, Metro PCS, the place I have it for, and they will. If you lost your password, like a dunderhead, they can give it back to you, uh, or they'll reset it to zero 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 or something like that. You think so that's what they go, did? Yeah. So your password was reset when you got the phone back. No, they took the password off, so I just put it back on. Man, I, interesting. That's news to me. I did not know that. Uh, that's an unfortunate service that they offer in that particular case. And 
Yeah, thanks well, for the call tonight, by the way, Jessica. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I still recommend passwording your phone. My cell phone company has, like, you know, you have to give them identifying information and able to be to be able to access Well, this account. is a law enforcement officer who might have called, right? Could, so could have a been. possibility. So that, then the company will do anything that they're told. Yeah. I, I, how do how do they verify that? How do you, how do you you know how does a Good company question. say you know if I call up and I say I'm a law enforcement officer calling to have a phone mm-hmm. reset? I've got a uh, girl here uh, chewing bubble gum in class. We confiscated her. We're uh, looking for some uh, sexting here. Yeah, I'd like to see naked pictures of her. See if she's got it on her phone. Can you yeah. uh, reset her password for me? Yeah. Uh, by the way, there's other news uh, today. Uh, I, I guess it came out yesterday, but uh, some more teenagers have been arrested for sexting. It's just becoming routine. The story that uh, was written about this was about two paragraphs long. And when I say paragraphs, I'm, I'm being very generous. I mean, like, a long sentence is that as a paragraph. We're talking about maybe four or five sentences in total. So uh, it's just so routine now that teenagers are being arrested for, uh, for having naked pictures of themselves on their cell phones. It's just like, oh, yeah, there's more kids who were arrested today for, it's ridiculous. for uh, sexy pictures on their phones. 1-800-259-9231, and it is ridiculous. Let's continue, though, with you and your thoughts and go to, I believe we've got Tom in Myrtle Beach listening to WRNN in South Carolina. Hello, Tom. Good evening, guys. Uh, speaking of ridiculous, I want to call on behalf of everybody living in Myrtle Beach and apologize for that teacher earlier that said no Latinos ever get arrested. <laughs> she lives in Myrtle Beach. She can go on the J. Rubin Long Detention Center site and find more Latinos than you can find probably in downtown Acapulco. <laughs> oh, man. So they have the arrest records where they post uh, mug shots and yeah, things the, like that they online? Yeah, the mug shots, the bookings, the yeah. charges, if they posted bail and whatever the charges may be and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, you know, her, her experience is valid for her, but it certainly doesn't fit into my world. No, no, not in the, not in the world where the sky is blue and the grass is green, that's for sure. Yeah, that's, that's what, that, those are the colors that I see. Tom, hey, I got a question for you guys, though. Yeah, yeah um, I want to know, because I, I like magic, and, you know, I was wondering how you guys were able to get on RNN. We start the day off with Bortz and go to Limbaugh, then Hannity and Savage, and it gets worse. Uh, <laughs> how did you guys manage to get on RNN? Who did you have to shoot? Well, uh, Dave Priest is the program director there. Nice That's guy. That's right, Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like Dave. He's covering and, uh, that. Nice guy. He's uh, one of the... Uh, what, it's, well, okay, first of all, Free Talk Live is a different show. Obviously, you know this. You've been listening. It's not a Republican-Democrat uh, talking point show. And the fact is, uh, some program directors like Dave uh, are willing to take a risk on a show that's a little bit different from the the norm. Uh, there just aren't very many shows out there like Free Talk Live, and so when they were when they had the opportunity to give up with the, I think it was like uh, Rusty Hump Rusty Humphreys, who's a really Rusty nice guy Humphreys. by the way. Uh, but uh, Rusty to give up on Rusty's show because he's not doing Saturday Nights Live anymore. So they gave him the ki- uh, the boot and they put Free Talk Live in because we were actually live and you know, a good smart program director wants live content uh, yeah. for his uh, That's for his really radio station. We're the only thing live in the in the nation on Saturday night. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys are there. I appreciate you, and I hope you have a great night. Well, hey, take the time. If you like Free Talk Live, wherever you live, if you're hearing us on talk radio. I'll call Dave on Monday. Yeah, please, and thank you for that, uh, because we do have a weekday show as well, and obviously we'd love to share that with your uh, your listeners there in, in Myrtle Beach and everywhere else. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Toll-free number 1-800-259-9231. It makes a difference when you call your local talk station up and tell them thanks for airing Free Talk Live. It really, it, it does make a difference. Sure, they don't get that many calls from listeners. Um, and usually telling, they're complaint calls. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if when you do call, you compliment, uh, you know, their choices, tell them what you like about the station, when you listen, just, yeah, they want to know the information about you. Yeah, and ask real nice like to hear more Free Talk Live during the week, for Nothing instance. Nothing wrong with that. All right, we're coming up here. 800-259-9231. Time for you and your thoughts. Coming up, Free Talk Live. 
Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. Dial in here toll-free in the remaining moments. Maybe enough time for you and your thoughts. 1-800-259-9231. 800-259-9231. Live Saturday edition of the program, by the way. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And we invite you to our website. You can enjoy the features there for free. In fact, if you like the fact we give you the website features free, you can support the show uh, by shopping with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com and you'll get uh, access to the entirety of Amazon. Amazon, a huge store on the internet, the world's largest discounter online. I mean, just incredible deals, incredible selection. You know Amazon. You probably shopped there before. And if you're going to shop there again, and you should, you should start your shopping through shop.freetalklive.com. You just click on the correct link for the Amazon in your country, and then just get your shopping done. You get the same great deals, the same great free Super Saver shipping, huge selection, used products, brand new, of course. Uh, get your shopping done and just start through the links at shop.freetalklive.com. If you want, you can hit, click the link once and then bookmark that, and then you can just go to your bookmark over and over again. That way, they're still getting our code uh, when you first enter into their site. Once again, shop.freetalklive.com. Have you ever been the victim of an injustice and then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive. Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people who don't have attorneys. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know the court's rules, you're fighting in the dark. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and the four-CD course is so easy that the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. You can visit Jurisdictionary.com, download their free tools that they have there for you. There's a bunch of free tools, a free legal flowchart, free weekly tips and tactics, newsletters. You can use their free legal dictionary, watch the free videos, then buy the course, Jurisdictionary.com. When you do buy the course, remember to use the pull-down menu at the end of the process. Mention Free Talk Live as you check out, just to let them know that you heard it here, Jurisdictionary.com. All right, so uh, 1-800-259-9231. As we continue here, you can bring up anything. Alex is in New Jersey on the amp lines. Hello, Alex. Hi, guys. I have a brief response to uh, Jessica's call about her cell phone being taken at school. Yeah. Um, one recommendation that I have that I've used before is to take the battery out of your cell phone because and, then they won't be able to, you know, do anything with it, mm. uh, w- without having a battery of that model. Um, and well, depending on how common your phone is, that may or may not be, uh, you know, uh, they, they may or may not have that battery, so they wouldn't be able to get in there. So boy, uh, point of clarification, when would you, when would you take the battery out? Would you be carrying around a phone with no battery all day in the expectation that they might search it? Or would you be tr- attempting to remove the battery after they've asked you for the phone? Oh, no, 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 yeah. If they, if they ask you for the phone, just take the battery out won't they, and then hand them the phone. Won't they see you do that? And then what's, I mean, you know, they're going to want to look through the phone, especially if you're, like, texting in class or something like that. You know, that's their well, favorite I've, thing I, to do. I mean, 
my, my phone's been taken before, and I just took the battery out, and they didn't have a problem with it. So it might be hit or miss, depending on what school district you're in. I mean, when I was in high school or school in general, what they well, their, so one of their favorite things to do is to confiscate notes. Sorry, we wrote this stuff down on paper back then. Uh, they'd confiscate notes and then read them in front of class in order to make you very embarrassed so you wouldn't do it again. Well, it's too bad you can't do encryption in your head. Uh, but I have I have two other suggestions for kids in high school. Okay. Very briefly, if you want to do civil disobedience and you want to uh, and you want it to be low risk or relatively low risk, number one, don't stand for the pledge of allegiance and call teachers that you do not respect by their first name and say and make a deal with them. You say if you call me Mr. and Mrs. Whatever, I will call you Mr. and Mrs. Whatever. That's good. Yeah, good and, suggestions, man. And thanks, uh, Alex, for the call. I appreciate it. At eight hundred two five nine. 9231. Mark, what's the Quaker perspective on that? Well, uh, you know, I am a Quaker, and this is, you know, Quakers would, I think many Quakers would consider the Pledge of Allegiance a uh, prayer to a religious icon um, or, you know, something of that sort that they would not uh, pledge allegiance to a flag. It's weird, to, man. Uh, yep. Yeah, you know, say a prayer to a piece of fabric or whatever it is that uh, is going on there. <laughs> By the way, have you heard the whitest kids you know? Uh, yeah, I did on the hear pledge. That. Yeah. Um, All right. Keep go ahead with your thoughts. Early indoctrination here. on children uh, for for the pledge, and Quakers also would never say uh, you know Mrs. Smith or whatever. Uh, that's you know at least the, the from a historical standpoint, they would address people by their first and last name. So they would call me Mark Edge or you Ian Freeman, um, and that's how they would refer to people. Everybody mm-hmm. um, first name last name. Yeah, it's it's really it's kind of awkward in certain circumstances. Sure. I I would have a difficult time referring to my my wife is uh, Laura Edge. Um, there's yeah. nothing wrong with saying Laura, though, right? I mean, as a Quaker, I don't. You, have, you don't have to say any, the last name. They would often uh, address people that were, you know, more than just really close acquaintances by first and last name. So I would greet you, you know, every time I see you, Ian Freeman. Oh, Ian Hark! Right. <laughs> How be thou? Greetings. <laughs> Uh, so, so I, I know that our listeners to LRN.FM and the Free Talk live streams have heard this a million times at this point, but our, li- our radio listeners probably have not heard it unless they've seen the whitest kids you know. But since you brought up the pledge, I figured I'd just share this with you. It's real quick. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the Now come and get your riddle one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know this is uh, this is always the case too. Is you'll find that the biggest proponents of uh, the pledge tend to be people 
not uh, you know too old to go and fight anything. You know, you don't love the country. Mm. Ah, you're a chicken. And uh, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't people that are uh, you know certainly in the military that support the this, the 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 mindless uh, reiteration of this, which is you know is brainwashing in schools. But uh, you know, it's it's so funny to hear people that you know your kid needs to say the pledge so that he'll go and fight for my freedom later. Except they're actually fighting for politicians. Yeah, they're they're fighting for the power of politicians. You know, this is this is the whole thing about war. Wars like any other, uh, you know, major league game. You don't win it. Some other millionaires fight other. You know, mm. the millionaires you like are fighting millionaires you don't like. Those are the ones who win. Yeah. You just sit by and pay the price. Nobody fighting wins in any war. Let's continue here, uh, even if you live through it. Let's continue with Kevin listening in Indianapolis. Kevin, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, tune into WXNT tonight. Hello there. Hello. I broke the record. I was on hold for an hour and 28 minutes. Well, no, that might not. That might not be Probably the record. Not the record. But go ahead with your thoughts. It's a personal record at best. Okay. okay. Very um, good. I, the, the protest in New Hampshire sounds like a walking tall movie that was just released in the Deep South. You know, starring uh, Buford. So I don't know. It's Hard to believe that that took place in New Hampshire. I, I can't even believe that. The it tyranny took place. is everywhere, man. I mean, even though the even though the motto of the state is "Live free or die," clearly a lot of people have chosen to die up here. Uh, we've got to bring as many liberty-minded people here as possible because there's no chance for liberty anywhere where people are separated. People who love freedom are separated, and that's why we made the move here as part of the Free State Project. Well, I guess you need to carry a big stick and use it. I called about the economy. I did want to ask you guys what the, what shape do you both or do you fellows think that the economy is in right now i think we experienced the uh the the dead cat bounce uh because you know even if you throw a dead cat off of a roof it will bounce a little bit and i think that uh you know it's probably going to lay there and stink for a while did you see the news by the way about the china like divesting themselves of 97 percent of their treasury bonds or yeah they're trying like to that? get rid of that everybody's trying to get rid of dollars yeah. uh they're they're worth less and less every day uh, the government, of course, is going to try to print their way out of the problem, uh, most likely. That's all they and, can do. And that's not going to make things any better. So, I mean, the, the dollar has been losing value for ever since the uh, gold standard was removed, uh, the gold backing removed from it, and the silver backing. The last of which happened, it. I think, in 1970. And it's right, really it's just been plummeted since again. then. So, I mean, it, this has been a long time coming, and it ain't going to be something the government's going to be able to. They, they may have a few uh, more aces up their sleeve to try to delay I things. I hope they do. I, I'm pulling for them. But it doesn't seem very likely. Your thoughts, Kevin? My thoughts are we had the worst economic news this past week, and uh, I'm not a I'm not going to blame Obama. I'm not going to blame Democrats or Republicans. It's just a conglomerate of a uh, disaster. We started with losing our manufacturing base, but I did bring up on your show a, a few months ago about uh, we need to start raising tariffs. I did run across this interesting. Uh, we charge two percent tariff, while China charges us twenty-two, and India charges forty. Well, that's and a really basic uh, yeah. statement to make. I mean, there, there are different tariffs, right. and I would imagine that uh, I don't know if you're talking about averages or well, whatever. But it all starts with the manufacturing and loss of the manufacturing jobs. And well, if we really want more freedom, then we'd have to have the government abolish you can't tariffs. legislate manufacturing jobs back into the country. Hey, I, I wish we had more I, time I to talk about it. Call us Monday night. We'll talk to you more then. Uh, of course, you get to do that because you're in Indianapolis where you hear us all week long. We'll see you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a 1,000 freedom-loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. 
Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and Janiel Shulman, but the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off.